Hi, you're listening to Your Best with my nanny, Kathy Weckworth. Hi, this is Kathy Weckworth, Executive Director of Best Life Ministries, and you're listening to Your Best, a motivational, inspirational 30 minutes that will help you want to be your best. Hi, this is Lita. You are listening to Your Best with my daughter, Kathleen Weckworth. Today's topic is thankful, grateful, and blessed, and this is the first in a three-part series. Friends, this is November, and we're looking at the month thinking about Thanksgiving and being thankful, grateful, and blessed. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I am thankful for my past. I'm thankful for my present. I will be grateful if the Lord allows me to be here and have a future. So with that thankful spirit today, I want to focus in on being thankful for my family. My own family is going to stop in and bless us with a few thoughts here and there on what they are grateful for and how they feel blessed. And for me personally, well, it will be just like Thanksgiving Day because whenever I'm with family, well, that's when I'm reminded of the goodness of God. I want you to begin to feel thankful for your family as well. As I look back over my life, let me share with you what the month of November looked like growing up in southwest Iowa. Here's an excerpt from one of my journals. While mom worked busily with my grandmas in the kitchen, daddy would take my brother out hunting for pheasants and quail, while my sister and I would set the old green table I now own some 40 years later with the dishes and the goblets. Warm sunshine flooded the south windows as my sister would arrange homemade caramels, brown sugar fudge, and peanut brittle on the old sideboard. Proudly displayed next to them were Grandma Thelman's pumpkin and mincemeat pies. My grandmas would help cook as they chattered about their own days of the childhood that they had Thanksgivings and celebrated with their family. Sometimes it was really incredibly interesting as they went into the details of how they would drive their horse and wagons to their families down the road. As I set each spot for the upcoming meal, Grandpa at the end and Grandma McKay next to him, Grandma Thelma next to me, the cousins would be at the little kids' table in the kitchen while my aunts and uncles lined up against the sides of the green table. Daddy's spot was the same and Mom sat at the end of the table. She could pop up and get anything we needed. The food was the best, as no other meal could quite compare. There were Parker House rolls with melted butter, turkey with brown giblet gravy, potatoes, green bean casserole, stuffing with cranberries, and orange peel and raspberry jello. In a small bowl next to the turkey sat a pheasant or a quail, and my brother would happily announce, I shot that one. We'd begin with a prayer, and Daddy would include thanks to God for homes, jobs, freedom, and for each person around that old green table. When we were finished, it was my job to dollop whipped cream on slices of pie and pour steaming hot coffee into each cup. But Mom and Dad always had one more special job for me. We would go sit in the living room, and I would pull out the red hymnal from the fireplace mantel and lead us in the song we gathered together. I think somewhere deep in my parents' hopes and dreams, they wished that I would someday use my gift to lead others in music. I know it was proud days for them when I grew up and served for 25 years as director of music and churches throughout the Twin Cities. My parents set my course in motion on those Thanksgiving days of long ago. But what about now? What about the present? Are you living today in the busyness of life and stopping to be grateful? 
Are you and I only looking back fondly and wishing for another moment in our history? Or are we embracing what's happening right now? So today, uh, joining me on the show is one of my favorite ever guests, and that's my mom, Lita Yeomans. How are you today, Mom? Just great. What's happening in southwest Iowa today? Very cold and windy, and everybody seems tired out from big Halloween. Oh, exactly. And do you guys have any snow, or does it just look no, like snow? No, it's just blowing. Okay. I think it'll soon start to snow. Oh, it's so sad, Mom. It was just, we went into Bible study this morning and came out, and there it was, just little flurries of snow. But it's kind of melty. It's not quite ready yet to stick. So today on the show, Mom, we're talking about Thanksgiving, and I'm so thankful for you. And as we think about looking back into your life for Thanksgivings, um, you know, I think, well, you grew up in the Great Depression and things were tough, but I'm wondering, do you have any favorite memory or tradition about Thanksgiving that you can remember? Well, I remember we would get together with uh, about four families, with cousins and aunts and uncles, and they would come from a distance. They were all rural people. They would come early in the morning after their chores were through and, and bring food, and we did not have turkey. We didn't grow turkeys. No one around had turkeys, but we had big roast chickens, and the wood stove oven would be filled with roasting chickens, and we would have uh, all the good food. The potatoes were grown in our gardens, and with the vegetables, and everyone had an orchard. We'd have apple pie and pumpkin pie and just lots of good food. It wasn't maybe like today, but we would have good food. The children would sit at a table by themselves. We could eat all we could, could possibly want, and it was a good time. So did you have to travel far, Mom, to go to those relatives? Uh, well, they traveled a distance, and the cars were old and didn't uh, go very fast. So after the meal, the ladies would wash the many, many dishes, and we were excused from dishwashing so we could play with the cousins. And we'd have color books or board games, and, and we probably hadn't uh, seen the cousins since the 4th of July picnic, but uh, we would have such a good time. And then before people went home, they had to leave early to get back home for their chores. They were all rural people, and we would have coffee and more pie. Oh, that sounds wonderful, Mom. I love it. So thinking back of when I was a little girl and you had my brother and sister and I and Daddy at home, I remember many of the Thanksgivings where Grandma and Grandpa would come down or Uncle Roger and um, Aunt Laurel and the kids. But mm-hmm. think about, you know, those days. I loved how you would make the homemade caramels. That was one of my favorite things. Or Uncle Roger would beg you for the brown sugar candy. Um, yes. that you made. Is there any special traditions or memories that you enjoyed about Thanksgiving um, when we were growing up? Well, we would have some Swedish dishes. We'd have more kaka, which is a Swedish sort of a scallop carrot, and then we would have uh, old lingonberries on rice pudding and uh, Oh, different Swedish cookies. We had lots of, just lots of food, and we would have roast turkeys then because people were uh, into cooking turkeys, and and we would, oh, yeah, then we'd have potato sausage. The potato sausage was made uh, by a 
uh, people over in Stanton, Iowa, Swedish people, and they're no longer making it. They're retired, so we don't have potato sausage any longer. That's so sad. Uh, and for, for listeners that don't know about Stanton, Iowa, it's a very small little town in southwest Iowa, but that's where the woman who was on the Folgers commercial was from. Remember, Mom? Do you remember her yes, name? Yes, uh, Mrs. Olson. Mrs. Olson, that's right. And growing up, I remember her on every Folgers commercial, and the town made their water tower into a coffee pot with flames on the bottom. Wasn't that cute, Mom? I loved that. That was fun. So if you think about what you're grateful and thankful for today, Mom, what would it be? Well, I'm thankful for my family. Uh, I'm a widow living alone, but my children and grandchildren, Kathy, who we're talking with now, comes often from Minnesota, and the grandchildren come when they can. And I'm very thankful to be in this little town of Clarinda, Iowa. It's a wonderful place. And this month, the 12th of November, it will be 50 years that I have wow. lived here. That's a long time, Mom. I'm feeling very That's old it. now. <laughs> That's that so is. great. And what a wonderful community it is. Well, I am so grateful for you. Thanks for calling in today, Mom. We're going to be talking with Cordy and Jonah and Noah and Janessa and Chandra. So it was great. I know it was great to have you on the show. So I love you and I'll talk to you later, okay? Happy Thanksgiving to all your listeners. Thank you. Goodbye now. Bye-bye. Friends, one of my most treasured poems from childhood to today is this one by Mary Bernard. Thankfulness is an attribute, a quality of life, which can make existence sweeter and lighten every strife. To appreciate is golden, to say so is divine, and thankfulness should come each day, not wait for special time. Thanksgiving Day is every day, November brings it near, remembering with grateful hearts the blessings of all year. When we think of being grateful, we think of thankfulness. Grateful means feeling or expressing thanks. Scripture tells us to be thankful in all things, but here's the challenge— Life doesn't always bring great things, right? Maybe today you're struggling with financial burdens. Perhaps you're feeling nervous about a big decision you need to make about selling your home. Or maybe you're older and you live alone and you feel alone. Or perhaps you're going through a divorce, losing a job, or you have cancer. You ask God, will you ask me? You ask yourself, how can I be thankful and grateful for trouble? The Apostle Paul tells us that when we have trouble, it works out for good. Well, sometimes it's hard to understand it while we're in it, right? Listen to Romans 5, 3, and 4. And not only this, but we also exalt in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, and perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint. Because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. What does all that mean? It means that God's behind the scenes working, making us better through the trials. God's working behind the scenes. Well, here's my daughter, Janessa, to share some thoughts and memories about Thanksgiving. So listeners, joining me on the show right now is my youngest daughter, Janessa. Janessa is an art teacher, and I am so excited to have her here. Hi, honey. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How's good. it going? It's going good. How was school today? It was pretty good. Do you know that it seems so strange because I asked you that for so many years, all of the years yeah. of college, all of the years of high school, grade school, junior high, and I'm still asking you, how was your day at school today? 
That's funny. Yeah. So we're talking about traditions today and Thanksgiving and being grateful for family. And I know sometimes it's hard because, you know, we have a family. It's all girls. It's three girls. And sometimes it's you borrowed that shirt in seventh grade, give it back. That kind of a thing is still happening. But tell me, as you look back when we were, you know, together and you were growing up a little girl, what was Thanksgiving like? Um, What do you remember that was really special to you? Well, just, um, just being together and being able to go to grandma's. I know we went to grandma Fern's house and... She had a huge spread of really good food and always amazing mashed potatoes. And just being able to get together earlier on that day. And uh, one of my favorite memories is actually standing in her kitchen at her old house with everybody holding hands and saying the Lord's Prayer all together. And um, I've thought of that memory actually quite frequently now that she's passed, but Remembering the time that of togetherness that we had, being able to say that prayer together, being able to congregate together, and then just enjoying each other's company. Very fun, and I remember that as well, and those were special things. You know, I think about just um, one special memory for me, and I'm going to talk about that in a little bit, but creating um, a thankful and grateful made out of felt tree. Do you remember? You were really little when we made that tree. Do you remember it at all? Mm, no? I don't know if I do. Okay, so I asked each one of you guys what your favorite thing was, what you were grateful for, and you said Grandpa Gus and Grandma Lou, which are <laughs> your great-grandparents. And, of course, Chandra. What do you think Chandra would have been thankful for at that time, you know, nine or ten uh, years old? Probably Barbie. That's correct. Correct answer. It was Barbies. And I think Alexis was, you know, like something, you know, very thoughtful, like thankful for God or something like that. So it was very fun. Anything that you think of now that you want to carry on as a tradition in your own family with your own children? Uh, I love going to your house for Thanksgiving and being able to sit down and before we eat. I know you make it a point to have us stop and ask, um, you ask us what we're, what we're most thankful for for the year, uh, what was one really good thing that we were blessed to have this year, and um, I know that makes us reflect, like you said, makes us reflect on those things that we're thankful and grateful for, and I often like to ask Cordelia that is, you know, what are you thankful for? And most of the time she's extremely thankful for trains and her (laughs) kitty Esther and her (laughs) nanny. I love that. That's a great thing. Those are great things to be thankful for. That's wonderful. So I am looking forward to having you guys at my home this year and anything right now over, you know, looking over these last few months that you feel really grateful to God for. Well, I'd like to thank God each and every day that we are blessed to be in the house that we're in. We have a beautiful old personage. Um, it keeps us warm, and it's, it's home for us. I'm thankful for my my current job, being able to be with amazing artists and seeing them grow and progress through their talents, and um thankful for overall family and um, 
new addition to the family with little baby. Congratulations, boo-boo. I'm so happy for you. That's so wonderful. Well, thank you, Janessa, for being on the show today. I really appreciate it, and I'm sure I will talk to you later, honey. Okay? Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Well, here is my son-in-law, Dr. Justin. He's married to my middle daughter, Dr. Chandra, and here are his thoughts on this time of year. This is Dr. Justin Hildebrand. In this Thanksgiving season, I am thankful for my wife and all of my family that has been behind me and helped me get to where I am today. I am thankful for my businesses, their prosperity, and my employees who work just as hard as I do to make us flourish and that we have the ability to help people every day, take them out of pain, put them back in motion, and help them live healthy, long lives. Next on the show is my son-in-law, Joshua. He's married to my oldest daughter, Alexis. They have our two grandsons, Jonah and Noah, and he's going to check in and tell us what he's grateful for. Hi, this is Josh, and this year I am thankful for my wife, my kids, and just having a great family and my health. God has brought me through and given me the all clear with cancer, and we couldn't ask for anything more. So joining me on the show right now is my middle daughter, Dr. Chandra. Chandra is married to Dr. Justin. Chandra, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. So when you were little, Shan, um, I talked to Janessa already about some of her um, favorite memories of traditions of our family. Is there anything that sticks out to you about Thanksgiving that you really remember and cherish? Well, I remember that we had Thanksgiving at one grandma's house and a couple years we had Thanksgiving at the other grandma's house. And I just loved being able to have the different special dishes that each grandma made. That was always fun for me. And I also loved the fact that we would start decorating for Christmas after Thanksgiving was through. So those are the things I remember. I love that because so many people think that I'm nuts as soon as we get the turkey, you know, leftovers put away. We bring out the tree and start decorating. That was very fun to me as well. So you've had an interesting year with some ups and some downs, as we all have. Tell me what you feel about this last year. What are some of the things that you feel very grateful and blessed about? Well, I lost uh, my grandma in February, and I just was so grateful for her life and being able to have her in my life, because not many people are blessed to have such great grandmas, and I had two really awesome grandmas. So losing her what made me feel that I was very grateful for what she had given us, and I'm thankful for my family, especially you, for helping me through that loss, because that can be a difficult time for people. I'm thankful for my animals for being there for me, and um, my priests at my church have been very helpful. So I'm just thankful for the relationships I have with people that helped me through my hard times this year. Oh, that's so important, Shandra. And I think just to encourage listeners that even, you know, as we're thinking about being grateful and blessed, there are people that are having really tough times in this holiday season. And we need to be looking outward to be encouraging people who are going through difficult times. So that's wonderful. And we just had Dr. Justin on who was thankful for you. So that was a really encouraging <laughs> reminder. To I include thankful. him in my family. Oh, He's my course. family. So. Of course, we love that. Good, honey. And and what are you going to be doing this year for Thanksgiving? Something different? Enjoying something else? You know, we have a lot of trips planned in the next couple of weeks. And so we're just going to plan on being with uh, Justin's family this year and just switching it up because usually we just kind of pass through on our way back from grandma's. So this year we're going to spend a little more time with his family. 
Good. Well, honey, I'm so grateful and thankful. And I told Janessa that I'm going to talk a little bit on the show for a few minutes about the Thanksgiving tree that I made. Do you remember that tree we made out of felt when you were very little? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. So do you remember what you were thankful for? What was on your leaf? I don't remember, but I'm sure you'll tell me. I'm going to tell you. Okay, so think about you as a nine-year-old and your favorite thing to play with. That's what was on the leaf. My Barbie. Exactly. Your sister knew that right <laughs> away. So that was a very fun thing. Hers hers was um, something like she was thankful for crayons or art, something. And then I think that um, Alexis was thankful for Gus and Lou. So that was very cute. Well, thanks so much for being on the show, honey. I'm so grateful for you and your sisters and thankful for Dean and the little grandbabies. So have a good rest of your day. Thank you, Mom. Okay, love you, honey. Bye. When I look at being thankful, grateful, and blessed, I think about salvation that God has given me through Jesus Christ, His Son. I'm grateful for my family, for my ministry and friends, for my parents, for my children, and for you listeners. I'm also thankful for my husband. Being married is not easy. I don't care if you tell me it is. I believe that it's work. I think that everybody that has something that's good in a relationship has to invest in it and put work into it. It's not always hard work, but getting along with people in life, no matter who it is, takes work. My husband, Farmer Dean, was a bachelor without children when we met. We were older, so my kids became his kids. My grandchildren became our grandchildren. Dean treats our girls together like they are his own. He's a good dad to them. He's responsible. He shows up. He loves them, and he's encouraging. He's a part of their lives. He's an incredible grandpa to the grandchildren, and they love him. God blessed me with an amazing man. After all, how many of you out there can say that your husband bought you a church? Today's society is overwhelmed with a spirit of entitlement. We think we're owed good things. We think that we should be wealthy, get whatever we want, whenever we want it, and not put in any effort. But you know what, friends? That's not scriptural, and it's really unattractive. God tells us that all of our righteousness is as filthy rags, and he tells Adam when he and Eve sin in Genesis 3.17, Because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat food from it all the days of your life. Right there, this is what it means. Guess what? You're going to have to work to earn money, to be able to eat, to be able to buy things. You know what I learned in life? That when we have to work for something, we value it. We invested in effort, so it means more. Today, are you investing in your family? Are you spending quality time with them? Are you showing up when they need you, when they expect you, when they want you there? Well, it's time for us to be grateful and thankful for family. Sometimes we don't like everybody in our family. That's okay, but we still need to love them. Maybe you're listening today and you think, I have a terrible relationship with my sister. She got mad at me 20 years ago and we don't even speak. I think back of my grandpa Neil. I found out when I was 16 years old that he had a brother living about five miles away. I didn't even know that. I'd never met that brother, Julius. Well, I got in the car. I drove to the nursing home. I walked inside. I saw a man that looked exactly like my grandpa, and I sat down and I spent time with him. I asked him, so Julius, what happened? Why aren't you speaking to your brother, my grandpa? What what went wrong? 
And he looked at me and he had these beautiful blue eyes and he just kind of shook his head and he said, you know what? I don't remember. I don't know why we're not speaking. I, I just can't remember. Well, I have a broken relationship in my family. It's not good. It's painful. But I pray for that member and I bless them and I trust God with them and I keep moving. It makes me value my immediate family all the more. This week, it's time to step up and be grateful for family, accept them, faults and all. You and I have our own faults. We can't be judging our family. After all, blood runs thicker than water. Jesus' blood ran thick to save us all from our sins. Thankful, grateful, blessed. Spend the entire month of November being grateful. Write it down. Say it out loud. Make phone calls. Write notes, email, and text family, and let them know that you're grateful for them. That in itself will bring great blessing. As I think about my life and I look back to the things that I am the most thankful for, and as you listen to my family, you hear that same thing over and over. They're thankful for each other, and that's how we all need to be. Let's listen to this song by my friend Cindy Morgan called How Could I Ask for More? Kissing mama's face goodnight and holding daddy's head. Thank you, Lord. How could I ask for more? Running barefoot through the grass, a little high.
Listeners, let's remember to just not be thankful on Thanksgiving Day only, but hey, we're at the beginning of November. Let's remember to be grateful and thankful each and every day. Let me pray with you. Dear Jesus, as we've arrived at this month, we're reminded of being thankful, grateful, and blessed. We're busy and we take our families for granted. We know that they will love us at our worst or at our best. Help us to give them our best versions of ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. So here's my grandsons, Jonah and Noah. Okay, boys, what are you guys thankful for? I'm thankful for God. I'm thankful God. Friends, we want you to join us on Thanksgiving Day at the same time on this station for a special Your Best with Kathy Weckworth. For more encouragement and hope, log on to our website at bestlifeministries.com. And for more information about me, you can log on to kathyweckworth.com. Hey, thanks for being with us today. And until next time, I encourage you to go out and be your best. Best life, help all